the Chinese year of the black milkshake. Season's greetings from Black Milkshake Comedy Podcast with me, Yorma Kirko, and him... Ray Mack. How you all doing, the shakers out there? And we're sitting, where else? In our local juicer. Jimmy, I was just humming it earlier on. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, my friend. Isn't it just? The incredible festive feel in the joys, Jimmy. Look at all those decorations. Looking tip-top and that big open log fire. It's the yeah. icing on the cake, Jimster. Oh, the James Joyce, but seriously, it's got that whole uh, wood interior thing going on. So it's the other reason why it looks so warm, cosy and festive, isn't it, Jimmy? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'll never forget when they did... No, I'm not going to say that. Uh... <laughs> oh. Oh, I was going to say, though, it looks oh. like a bit... It looks like a log cabin. Yeah, I, I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say when um, when they let us in. No, you didn't. <laughs> you were not going to bring that up, you dirty. <laughs> okay, I, 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 I won't mention that. <laughs> After around twenty oh, just minutes a of whiskey, just a second, right? What? Yeah. No, no, I said. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Were you talking to Erson? <laughs> We're in the James Joyce Irish pub with the festive feeling. It's 52 episodes, Shakers. This fine Yuletide. You can also find some of the old episodes, the good old episodes from beginning right up to today on Grow Radio UK, home of the biggest selection of podcasts around the clock. And the calendar. Uh, this week's show is fuller than a lorry load of illegal fireworks about to be distributed to spotty, unhygienic track-suited youths in Buckhaven on Hogmanay. But first of all, we'd like to... It's a lovely image, that, isn't it? But first of all, we'd like to wish all our loyal listeners a very happy Christmas and best wishes for the new year. Absolutely. And I'm going to say it again. Happy Christmas, Shakers, and a happy, happy new year. This is our last show of the year, by the way, and it's our last episode as Black Milkshake Comedy Podcast, as we change the name to Talking Istanbulaks Comedy Podcast in January, and your man and I are taking a few well earned days off to be with our families. Well, that, that is Jimmy. true. That is true. It was funny, really, putting the uh, the show together, just realizing that a lot of those um, jingles and things that we've been using for a year, we're not going to use anymore. It's a bit sad, really. But not, not a lot will change. Just a very, very groovy new name. Anyway, we've got Morgan Friedman reading a Christmassy poem. That's a beauty. We've got True or False, Post of the Week. And Greg the Cleaner making a New Year resolution as he reflects on what's been a rather eventful 2023 for him since he became a... Since since he became famous on this show. I'm slurring my words. I think this tea must be a bit strong. (laughs) And you haven't even started drinking yet, you bollocks. (laughs) Would you like tea to warm you up? No, I'm all right for anything now. Anything special? Would you like a Bailey's? Maybe, maybe. Uh, just don't put any of that stuff in it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <The root piece. laughs> like, like you did in the log cabin. 
<laughs> we got a treat for you later on. Seriously, Shakers. Back with a vengeance. More psychotology giggles than you could shake a turkey leg at. Yep. In the meantime, let's go over to Morgan Friedman, who's reading one of his original poems about the joys of Christmas. I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas and the joys of the season were upon you. Whether you're religious or not, Christmas is a special time. It's almost zero hour and a time of forgiveness and understanding that breaks up the misery of the winter and reminds us that we have hope for the new year. So I penned a quick poem based on my family Christmas this year and I hope that it resonates with you and shows you the true meaning of Christmas. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from me and the two talking Bullocks, Yorma and Ray. Peace and Goodwill by Morgan Friedman. Peace and Goodwill, let Christmas begin. May God bless you. Merry gentlemen, festive cheer, knots and stockings, hung with love. Children peek out to see if Santa is above. The tree adorned with festive treasures, gifts wrapped beneath anticipated pleasure. Carols sung with harmonious cheer. Did I remember to buy enough beer? Our local store has just closed down. I hope the supermarket can bring some around. But I can't remember how to order online. So I'll check if there's any liquor I can find. My wife burns the turkey. The mood turns sour. I told her it should only bake for three hours. Presents unwrapped, and all mine are crappy. Socks and ties don't make me happy. A family gathering, the start of a fight. The turkey looks too charred to even bite. Why didn't we just book a fancy hotel to get away from this holiday hell? I tell her, to the pub, I think, put on your sweater. My wife smiles and says, what could be better? She just don't get it. I give her a frown. She's staying here, but with the heating turned down. Socks and ties don't make me happy. Seriously, Jimmy, I'm serious. That reminds me of Teacher's Day, but you can throw in the cups and the mugs every single Teacher's Day, Jimmy, year in, year out. I don't know about you. Ties, socks. Uh, it's gloves. not the it's not the most exciting of things as it might be necessary, but um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I, I've I've certainly had some very good news today regarding Christmas. We're 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 going to Greece as we usually do um, in in a few days, and the neighbours Keith and B absolutely smashing people who've had a hell of a lot to put up with this year. Uh, not from us, by the way, but with with their help, I've managed to get a log burner. Um, fitted and it's been fitted today I've seen the photographs because the last couple of years have been absolutely freezing in there it's it's warm 10 months a year but or in nine months a year but we've got this log burner in there so it's going to be nice and toasty I'm really looking forward to Christmas with it so if you're listening Keith and B thanks ever so much for all that you've done this year very 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 much appreciate and just sorry we won't see you at Christmas yeah that's going to make it a lot more comfortable and coffee oh yeah and comfy for yourself mm-hmm. and the good missus, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Been two miserable cold winters, but uh, yeah. Yes. And now for something completely different. 
let's go over to um, our lovable Greg and and see what how the year's been treating him. Dear Diary, as a year takes its final bow, I find myself reflecting on the bizarre twists and turns that have marked the past 12 months. It all began innocuously enough. Christmas with none other than Jim MacDonald from Coronation Street at James Joyce. How can you get a better offer than being locked in a boozer over Christmas with a good-looking bird, eh? Don't know if you're complimenting me or the turkey, Jim. What do I have to do? Get the turkey legs? Well, there are two of them between four, so you boys fight between yourselves for them. I don't like fighting. I beg your pardon? I don't like fighting, but I like ornithology. Birds, eggs, nests and trees, etc. Who knew that this casual encounter would open the floodgates to a year of peculiar adventures? Jim turned out to be more than just a familiar face from TV. Our conversations led down a rabbit hole of celebrities, each bringing their own brand of chaos into my life. Licky End, for instance, wasn't a serene getaway, as one might expect. It was a holiday destination recommended by none other than Honzi, and it turned out to be this weird town where they used to do Nazi experiments and is now England's premier daytime dogging venue. And that's where I inadvertently stumbled upon Liam Neeson and Vigelaric Rocks, engaged in less-than-moral activities in a car park. Uh, hello, uh, I wanted to offer assistance. When someone says hi, it's usually polite to say hi back. Y you don't understand. I wanted to offer assistance. Okay. I thought that we agreed that you guys were going to keep your distance till the vinegar strokes. Vinegar? Eh? Let's finish up here first, and then we'll see about assistance. So you and the gentleman are not in imminent danger, then? No, we're doing just swell. Oh, good. Oh, wow. Is that an X-Base 622GW dash cam? Yeah. Can I have a go? Mm. The fallout from that escapade shook me up and I decided to get involved in the local birdwatching club, which led me to a rather uncomfortable afternoon at the police station. Father O'Flaherty accused me of being a peeping Tom, and Mrs O'Leary's presence only added to the confusion. I distinctly remember hearing strange sounds in the woods, which I initially mistook for the raucous screeching of a Eurasian jay, so I tried to creep up on it and take a photograph. But as I got closer, I started to suspect that these sounds were possibly not avian in nature. Avian? He means birds. And this was when you saw him, Father. Not exactly. He was taking a stroll with a parishioner who had been ill, and she was startled. Yes, it sounded like a sick woman suffering from respiratory difficulties. So as I'm a qualified first aider, I, I tried to approach to lend assistance. Ah, the joys of unintentional voyeurism. <laughs> Jimmy, the yearly diary of yeah. Greg the Cleaner. No, seriously. <laughs> Our fine feathered friend. And make no bones about it. <laughs> Our Hansi introduced him to England's premier daytime dog and venue. Yeah, so if you're listening in Licky End, we love you very much. Celebrity.
idea of Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer, having a bright red nose was originally rejected as a red nose is a signifier of chronic alcoholism. Who is it rejected by? <coughs> I'm saying nothing till I speak to my solicitor. <laughs> oh, I see. So, th- <laughs> so that means that means the page of Wikipedia that you uh, screenshotted, you didn't get that bit in. Uh, so it was rejected. So who invented Rudolph? Was it something to do with Disney or something? Ooh. Probably. Um, I would imagine might have even been in the time of prohibition. The Americans can be a bit prudish about alcohol anyway. Um, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say true. Obviously, they changed their minds if it is true, but yeah, let's go for true. Ah, good lad. Oof. You're off to a full iron start. <laughs> yeah, it's true, Jimmy. It's as true as the day that's in it, I swear on my dog. Rudolph, uh was related to Alex Ferguson. (laughs) (laughs) The old Scots do love a wee dram, uh, a wee smidgen of whiskey. W-H-I-S-K-Y, not W-H-I-S-K-E-Y in Ireland. And America. And America. <laughs> I hope I did. this is not actually a repeat. Shane McGowan and Kirsty McCall's uh, parts in the Pogues Fairy Tale of New York were recorded separately. The pair never sang the song together in the studio, Jimmy. True or false? Um, well, I, I've got a certain sympathy with that. Um, Me too. Yeah. Uh, I know I'll be doing my second duet of my life with Kim and uh, we're not doing it together in a studio either um, I'm sure they they must have sung together live at some point or in fact they definitely did I saw them on TV um, didn't do it in the studio together I would imagine Shane McGowan was quite hard to pin down at times <laughs> so, uh, I'm I'm going to go for true again here. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I actually, I didn't even have to use Wikipedia for that one. You'll have to show me how to use that Wikipedia in the new year. I hear, I hear, I hear it's very good. Uh, getting back to that song, actually, Fairy Tale of New York. Uh, the NYPD doesn't actually have a choir. So the Pogues used their pipes and uh, drums group in the video for the Fairy Tale of New York. Oh, is that instead, right? Yeah, instead they, tum- uh, sorry, they turned up for a shoot even more drunk than the Pogues themselves and refused Jimmy to appear unless they were given more booze. The NYPD? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? I swear on my dog. True as I stand here right in front of you. So, with a Baileys and so, a roofer. I don't know what that roofer's up to. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, so, you good So the, the whole of the... Uh... 
NYPD Blue Squad turned up drunker than the Yeah. Book. Right. Mm-hmm. Good skills. And Good skills. They, uh, they were, nothing to do with it. They refused it to appear unless they were given more lush, more booze, more scoops of intoxication. Wow. Bing Crosby's version of White Christmas is the best-selling single of all time, Jimster. Um, I sang that at a party. Um, I I know, you did. Let's go back to the old show. Yeah, you told me that. I remember that. Did I I tell you that last year? You did, you did. It was a great old story. Yeah. And you're not going to tell me again today. Well, I just, just, I sang it at a party. Um... Best-selling single of all time. What about Barbie Girl? But uh, White Christmas is the best-selling single of all time. No, no, it's not. It's not. Well, well that's, that's that's why I said Barbie Girl. You know, <laughs> obviously, so it's false. I would say. Was I right about it's, Barbie Girl? You were, no, you weren't. Having sold more than 50 million copies, writer Erwin Berlin foresaw its success when he wrote it, telling his secretary, I just wrote the best song that anybody has ever, ever written. True. Bing Crosby's version of White Christmas is the best-selling single of all time, Jim, sir. Oh, wow. Wow, did not know that. Okay, Jimmy. As we're on the festive tradition, mm-hmm. traditional festive season, the mistletoe tradition holds, Jimmy, that a man is allowed to kiss any woman standing beneath a sprig or a bouquet of mistletoe, and vice versa. If a kiss is refused, bad luck befalls the person who said no. By the way, Jimmy, I ordered my mistletoe belt a few days ago. <laughs> And it's oh, in the post your soon. Poor, your poor sir. wife, but lucky Mrs. O'Leary. <laughs> the mistletoe belt shakers. They're perfect, subtle nod <laughs> to the reason for the season. <laughs> On a final note, Jimster, mistletoe owes its colorful history to three things. The tears of a mother for her own son. Two, the sticky seeds of berries that resemble semen. Yes, correct and right, my friend. Semen, not the goalkeeper. So, so goalkeeper. And, you, and you're not talking about sailors or any other professions yeah. like roofers, are you? That, or the old <laughs> English goalkeeper, semen. <laughs> right. And good luck for those who picked a berry as a scene, as a symbol of fertility and life. That could be the reason, Jimmy, why we now kiss underneath it. Yeah, it definitely, I didn't know that about, uh, about the semen, it's, but it mm. definitely has something to do with uh, fertility. Fertility, did, yeah. Did the, um, did the Druids not use it <sighs> in ceremonies? I think they might well have done, you know. I think you could be, could be right there, Jimmy, also, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. could be, could be, um, but uh, yeah, well, I suppose I never thought of that. I suppose, uh, yeah, a little, uh, a little natural pearl necklace, as they say. You did very good. I'm going to give you two points if you get the name of the songs for this. 
the first song played in space in 1965. For 10 points. I'm being generous. Any idea? Um, Barbie Girl. <laughs> oh, if I'm wrong, White Christmas. <laughs> it's a Christmas song. Jingle Little Bells. Bells. Jingle. Yeah. It wasn't really. It was, I swear to God. Yeah. And finally, Jimmy. Which song was played on the moon for the first time? Think about it. Um, on the moon. Space Oddity. Mm -mm. Frank Sinatra. Fly me to the moon. Oh, As yeah. he stepped, as Aldrin stepped onto the surface. There you go. Yeah, all right, okay. Did not know that. Well, there we go. Hope you there enjoyed that, Shakers. Yeah. It was a festive uh, true and false. It was very, very festive indeed, wasn't it? Uh, here, cheers. Jimmy, yeah, Merry Christmas, cheers. Chin, chin, chin. Good luck in, uh, in Greece. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I, I think enough of this. I think Ray, we're really at this point now where. Uh, oh, is, fuck yeah. it. We'll just we'll just go into psychology. <laughs> Doctor Brutus Himmler is the world's leading psychiatrist. From his clinic in Beltsville, Maryland, he's helped thousands to unlock their inner selves and embrace all their disorders and especially hypersexual ones. Himmler uses radical cognitive behavior techniques and novel polygraph insertion to get to the bottom of your problem. Working out your inner psyche, rectal polygraphs up your hiney. No more lies when it's up your bum. Solving problems, we get the job done. Brutus Himmler's Institute of Psychology. Now, right, it's not only your time of the month, but also that time of the year. When we all like to take stock of our lives a little, just like Greg did. And that's where Dr. Brutus Himmler is here to help out. So he's here to give you a special New Year's psychiatology evaluation. Now, you know, you're lucky, as most people have to pay for this, but you get this <coughs> um, pro bono because uh, Dr. Himmler is, of course, one of our trustees. So um, are you feeling ready for this quick uh, festive surgical um, insertion? Always. Yeah. You know, I've been in great all form. Oh, yeah. Before I had. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean. Yeah. So, you, but. Right away, knock yourself yeah, out. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, all set for Christmas, yeah? How's. How, yeah? How's the family? Oh, they're yeah. all great. Oh, good, 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 good. Home now, now, good, 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 good. So, now, you, you know the drill. You, it's not I like you're a beginner really. anymore. So, uh, you know, uh, belt yeah. off. Yeah, you okay. stand up here, no? <laughs> yeah, it's easier, isn't it? Tra trousers done. Oh, oh, are those new underpants, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, very festive. Is that is that Ru yeah. is that Rudolph? Uh, <laughs> no, no, okay. No, bend, bend you know, over. Wait a minute. I am. Fuck. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Bend over. Breathe in. I did. Okay. All right. Good. Relax. Yeah. So I've I've got some um, margarine here as uh, as, it, as it, it's ki <laughs> it's kinder to the planet, uh, but it does loosen up just like butter. Um, so the polygraph now should just slide in. It, oh, sorry, it's sorry, it's it, it's not going in. 
good lad, good lad. That's it. I'm relaxed. Yep. Okay. The wave. Spread the love. Yep. The waves. <laughs> the rectal polygraph is now sending waves. So uh, let's go. So, Ray, question number one. What phrase might you use when you've had enough of something and want it to stop immediately? Would you say, A, yes, please, B, ride me sideways, or C, no more? When you want more. No. When, what phrase might you use when you've had enough of something and want it to stop immediately? Would you say A, yes, please, B, ride me sideways, or C, no more? I'd say no more. Okay. So, question number two. How do you commonly describe the action of inhaling air audibly through the nose to detect a smell? Would it be A, hiccuping, B, fellatio, or C, sniffing? Sniffing. Very good. Okay. Now, if you were looking for a cozy Irish pub in town, if you're asking locals for recommendations, mentioning a place, which one would you be most drawn to for this cozy Irish pub? Would it be A, Das Bierhaus, B, Nakamura's Japanese Bar and Grill, or C, Mrs. O'Leary's? Mrs. O'Leary's. <laughs> Please. It sounds like a nice Irish pub, doesn't it? So, it's got a lovely ring to it. Yeah. So number four, in, in the context of clothing now, yeah. what is a term often used to refer to women's panties? Is it A, pantaloons, B, a gimp mask, or C, knickers? Knickers. <laughs> Yes, it is. I'm glad you didn't go for the gimp mask there. I think Doc- <laughs> <laughs> not this time, especially not after what you said about that roofer before. Anyway, five at New Year, would you be making plans for the next decade for designing your own sex doll or for this year? <laughs> this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Definitely. Uh, okay. Number six. Rap singer Eminem once wrote a famous rap song about spring cleaning and doing household chores because his mum was quite mad with him. Was it called A, The Real Slim Shady, B, I'll Be The Racist Dragon, or C, I'm Cleaning Out My Closet? A, The Real Slim Shady. Do you want to think about that again? Just listen... Rap singer, I love saying rap singer. Uh, rap singer Eminem once wrote a famous rap song about spring cleaning and doing household chores because his mum was mad with him. Was it the real Slim Shady, I'll be the racist dragon, or C, I'm cleaning out my closet? No, I'm definitely going for C, cleaning out my closet. Okay, good. So, uh, we're done now, actually. You can uh, you can relax. Let's Let's pull the polygraph out. Um, yeah, it's, it's all right, isn't it? So, as always, the results are pretty instantaneous and the waves are coming up on my screen as I speak now. So it would appear that there have been no anomalies with the uh, rectal polygraph at all. So you appear to have been at least 90% truthful, which is what Dr. Brutus Himmler is always searching for. So, to summarize, you actually said no more sniffing. Mrs. O'Leary's knickers <laughs> this year. I'm cleaning out my closet. <laughs> God, it was so subtle. Wow. Yeah. yeah, so 
Dr. Himmler's really pleased with these results, actually. And he says yeah. that the, the therapy really seems to be working. So <laughs> well, he's, he's typing now and he says he's so pleased with you that this year um, he may not recommend a residential stay in the Four spring, billions. which will be Fantastic. a bonus. So that's good news, isn't it? This Hold on. Yeah. yeah. Wait a minute. What's, the, what's this? Oh, uh, there appears to have been a glitch in the system, and he's booked you in for March as soon as Kevin. Oh, they're big bollocks! As, as, <laughs> as, as soon as Kevin Spacey and Hugh Edwards have left the facility, um, he advises you to book flights to Washington D.C. and I quote, "At your earliest convenience." And he's added a couple of little exclamation marks there, Ray. So, um, you know, I thought you were in the clear then for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Shout outs, Jimmy. Very, very important on the show. This time, yeah. we're going to East Africa, Mauritius. A beautiful couple, Jimmy. A uh, beautiful couple, Jimmy. Uh, uh, and great friends of the show, Riza and Heba. About, yeah, last month, Jimmy, they were here for around 12 or 14 days, but I recommended that they should go to uh, Cappadocia. They went so to Cappadocia. Were, were they the people you met on holiday? Uh, no, uh, I know Reza on Facebook for years and years, and he's very good friends of Uncle Eamon. All oh, right, okay. Andrew, yeah. So anyway, we became good friends over Facebook, and they came to uh, visit in Istanbul, and they mm -hmm. spent three or four days. They did everything in Cappadocia. They did the uh, hot air balloon, and they lived it up big time. Anyway... When they left, they gifted me with some lovely herbal teas, Jimmy, and mm -hmm. a dark rum that's made on the island there, Jimmy. It's called Gold of Mauritius. Mm. I'm going to share that with you, Jimmy, when you come back from Greece. All right. Okay, now, good. He told me, Jimmy, Riza went on to rant. He called it a podcast with a Mauritian twist. Do you like that, Jimmy? I do. <laughs> I don't know what it means, but it sounds a good. Podcast would have <laughs> he said, you should first have a neat shot to savor the pure flavor of it. Mm -hmm. And he says, if it's too strong for your fragile little innards, Raymond, you Nancy mm -hmm. boy, then you can cut it with water or tonic or simply on the rocks. Mm -hmm. Over there, he said, they have it with a teaspoon of dark muscovado sugar. If you can find it in Turkey, Ray, with a mm -hmm. tiny measure of molasses. Even if you want to go more political, Jimmy, he says you can make a Cuba Libre, which is free Cuba, which is a rum with the symbol of American freedom. Wait for it. Coke, Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, some people go there. If you're going there, he said, Ray, Irish coffee definitely would be the preference. Mm -hmm. He said... To better the taste, the essence of the island it comes from, he says, just add some coconut water. But I stress, don't have more than three shots, Jimmy, because mm -hmm. after that, there's no guarantees of a rum hangover. It can be pretty harsh. Just ask Captain Jack Sparrow. Happy Christmas, Happy New Year, Reba and uh, Eza. 
Yeah, happy Christmas. Happy Christmas to you both. Yeah. Is this a is it a dark room or a light room? There were a couple of things I was thinking it must be dark and then a couple of things I started thinking, oh maybe it's a light one. It looks dark, Jimmy, and it looks the dog's dangles. So I kinda wait to uh, get a little wee taste of it. Mm. My, my wife likes uh, dark rum. I sometimes str- I couldn't imagine putting molasses in it because uh, dark rum tastes of molasses anyway to me. But, well, you gave us knows? a nice little rundown there. Well, we'll get we'll give it a go, won't we? We'll do it. We'll yeah. do it justice. Can be our New Year's resolution, and uh, we could even nice with it. Yeah, yeah. We could even Irish invite coffee? Irish coffee. We could even invite one of the roofers around. <laughs> 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 it's nice getting gifts. Thank yeah, you so is. much. Seriously, uh, I'm ever so grateful to both of them. Thank you so much, guys. Looking forward to seeing you again soonish. Jimmy, have you got a bit of a rant? I, I did it before. I got the order confused. I think. <laughs> okay. we, well, let's go over to uh, to see how uh, Greg's diary is going on as he reflects upon his year again. I thought that my luck had changed when I won that raffle. I heard I'd won, but it wasn't a washing machine. It was a weekend at Russell Crowe's Love Bureau, where Maximus Decimus Meridius gave me lessons in gladiatorial seduction. Uh, are you talking about penile orifical insertion, Mr. Meridius? I think so. And, and what happens when I introduce my John Thomas? Our enemies will feel that they were cursed, that they were not here. And if you find yourself walking around in green fields with the sun on your face, you too shall win your freedom. Uh, that sounds very pleasant, but I'm a bit worried about the objectification of women, traditional gender roles and, and male privilege. Do you not see it? The only things that keep this little wooden world together are privilege and tradition. Then, Onzi took me to the circus, and I had knives thrown at me in the circus ring because Onzi wanted to have it off with the ringmaster's assistant. It's becoming clear that his recommendations may be one potential source of my troubles. All you need to do is just hold these balloons. Do the balloons remind you of anything, Hansi? Uh, you, you mean uh, uh, a for our knife thrower to aim at? Knives! I assume that means he'll be projecting bladed weapons in our general direction. Uh, Hansi, I'm, I'm scared. Greg. You'll have to take one for the team, my friend. Oh, dear. Ah! Oh, man, that was so close. I thought I was going to sever an arsenal. Indeed. It seems we were rather naive in our assumption that they were merely holding balloons. (laughs) No, Jimmy, this is where Hansi strikes again. This time, he took him to the circus, Jimmy, and made a right (laughs) clown of him. (laughs) But it was a nice... Jester of our Hansi to invite him to the circus after all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was. Well, it was really, but Hansi has ever had his own motive, didn't he? Uh, <laughs> with those balloons. They look like rubber johnnies. <laughs> as as Hansi would say, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Spoken like a true man. Amidst all the chaos, Emily entered the scene, a kind of girlfriend. What are you reading? I'm reading about a rare species of bird native to South America called cocks of the rock. They're blessed with magnificently bright orange plumage. They spend a lot of time engaged in competitive dancing to compete for mates. Do you like cocks of the... Yes. Is that 
your hands on my thigh. Do you see it as competing for mates? Oh dear. Yes, but our escapades took on an unexpected turn with the infamous chlamydia incident. How I contracted it, I I'm not entirely sure. Blooming heck! I think that's my erstwhile absent MP, Nadine Dorries. And who was it she just spanked with that riding crop? Was it Father O'Flaherty? There's a very good chance it was. We all call him Fitton when he's off duty. Is, is that Russell Crowe talking to Barbara and Ray Mack? Wait, that's Hugh Edwards, my favourite newsreader. Oh, I do like his swimming trunks. I guess he's just going into the jacuzzi. Was it from Emily, or perhaps from a well-known politician who quit the government and ended up revealing a kiss-and-tell book about MPs who'd opposed Boris Johnson? Regardless, the newspapers had a field day, and my membership in the Young Ornithology Club went up in flames. Good morning, sir. How can I help you today? Well, you, you see, there's been this discomfort, a, a, a sort of burning sensation. And when did this start? Yesterday morning, uh, I was watching Sky News when I suddenly needed to visit the lavatory and observed a white, cloudy, almost watery discharge from the tip of my pit. As the chlamydia bids its farewell, I can't help but wonder what the coming year holds. My resolution is clear. No more unintentionally stumbling into weird sexual situations. No more invitations from Onzi and encounters that leave me questioning my sexuality and morality. Mr Mitchell, I, I'm, I'm getting rather mixed signals from you. First, you, you told me to leave and then you asked me to stay and, and no idea what you wanted me to do last night with that toilet brush for that matter. I just hope it's a peaceful year and that the Young Ornithology Club will have me back. I just want to get my life back to normal. Wait a minute. Was that, was that a knock at my door? I better check. Uh, hello. Hi, Greg. Happy New Year. Mrs. O'Leary and I wanted to know if you'd like to see the ball drop with us. Here, take a little glass uh, uh, of Bailey's. Thanks very much. Uh, cheers. Actually, we need your help. Mrs. O'Leary's garter strap got caught in her miniskirt and we need some assistance. Wait, wait a minute. Did that Bailey's have roofies in it? Oh no, here we go again. Happy New Year, Shakers. Yours in curious optimism, Greg. Well, good old Greg, eh? Good old Greg. I, th I really, really thought that he was doing well, but... Um, kept the best to last. Well, he did, yeah. The, the, the roofies and the Baileys. <laughs> <laughs> never disappoints no never does never does i do hope he has a better year really i can't see it being any more dramatic than that yeah. um he, but, he made my year actually no no yeah no he did he did a really good job he did a I really had, really good job had a few drinks with him as well yeah yeah what, what's it what's he like to go out for a drink with i only I only I remember say, him just, from cleaning in the pub i thought he'd be taller he's not mm -hmm. medium but he's, he's a, you know, the type of bloke I, I'm into, Jimmy, you know, you know, first yeah. impressions last for me. I liked yeah. him immediately. And you, you like that you know, kind of fella, don't you? I, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I clicked immediately. That's good. So happy Christmas, Greg. Yeah, happy Christmas and a happy new year, Gregory. 
Big Bailey head. Roofer head. <laughs> <laughs> Black Milkshake, best posts of the week. Post of the week comes in from Mary Walsh, uh, residing in Brisbane, Australia. Uh, Mary, originally from uh, my hometown in Ballina, and her husband, Noel, uh, uh, originally from Dublin. <laughs> That's a lovely mix. <laughs> anyway, Mary and Noel, Merry Christmas. For myself and Jimmy here, Mary goes on to share her post. A balding, white-haired man walked into a jewellery store this past Friday evening with a beautiful, much younger girl at his side. He told the jeweller he was looking for a special ring for his girlfriend. The jeweller looked through his stock and he brought out a $5,000 ring. The bloke said, no, I'd like to see something more special. At that statement, the jeweler went to his special stock and brought out another ring. Here's a stunning gem of a ring at only $40,000, the jeweler said. Lady's eyes sparkled and her whole body trembled with excitement. The old man seeing this said, I'll take it. I'll have that. The jeweler asked how payment would be made and the man stated, my check. I know you need to make sure my check is good. So I'll write it now and you can call the bank Monday to verify the funds. I'll pick the ring up Monday afternoon. On Monday morning, the jeweler angrily phoned the old man and said, Sir, hey, sir, there's no money in the account. I know, said the old bloke, but let me tell you about my freaking weekend, pal. <laughs> oh, love it. Well, that's all, folks, for another year. We'll be back in the Chinese New Year of the Istanbulics with our Donald Trump and comedy rapper Matt Nagin will be with us as well. Uh, but in the meantime... Happy Christmas and a million thanks for all your support this year, Shakers. More than ever, we need you to share the podcast with a friend uh, on your local media to follow us on Talking Istanbulics and the original Black Shake. <laughs> the original Black And the what? original... And the original Black Milkshake page on Facebook. Yes, and let's get those poetry requests in for Morgan Friedman. You'd name the topic and he'll write the poem. Special thanks to all the people who have contributed to the show this year. Eleanor Prendergast, Lisa Morrow, Kim Roberte Summer Crook. What a long name. Joan O'Rourke, Valerie Richards. Jonathan Heilig, Jamie T. Murphy, Tim Hallam, Erin McAndrew, Mark Johnson, Matt Nagin, James Joyce Irish Pub, Grow Radio UK, Mark E., Scott Allen Davis, Michael Maloney, Get More Listeners Academy, and Eamon McAndrew. See you in two weeks, Shakers. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Merry Good Christmas. Good skills. skills.
Black Milkshake Comedy Podcast was presented by Ray Mack and Yormar Co. and was produced by James Kirk. No animals or copyright were violated during the making of this podcast. Black Milkshake 2023.